0: Hello, it is Thursday, May 9th. Tonight's the Chuck Strong Gala. I get to MC it. Over $5.5 million raised towards cancer research. I'm honored to be a part of it. It should be a lot of fun. Chuck Pagano will be there with the Chicago Bears in the Indianapolis Colts facility. That'll be a lot of fun. I'm pumped up about it. Also, if you're up early, I am on Good Morning Football for the first time in the history of Good Morning Football this morning, 9.40 a.m. All right. Here we go. The last time I was on a morning NFL Network show, it got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so let's hope that doesn't happen to them. Uh, the only thing that won't get canceled is my love and affinity for SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the greatest ticket-buying app on planet Earth and the oh. moon. By the way, we talk about a little space later. We're a space mm-hmm. show now. Oh, yeah. And if we're in space and we're chit chat about space and there was a live event in space, you know what we would do? we go right to SeatGeek to be- get the best ticket prices on in space because you can't say on space Mm -hmm. there's people that say they wait in line and online the people that say they wait online are wrong just for future reference Mm -hmm. you're in a line online is the internet where Zito looks at porn oh
1: (laughs) (laughs) got him yeah
2: not wrong
0: (laughs) (laughs) not wrong Not wrong. SeatGeek is a place online that you can find that you'll absolutely love and let me tell you why. They scan all the other ticket buying platforms and make sure you're getting the best tickets at the best prices and they don't catfish you. What you see is what you get. The ticket you buy is the ticket you'll receive. A lot of other places could be potentially scamming you and you don't know until you get there. Money's already gone. SeatGeek will never do that and also SeatGeek is a bunch of good people. They've been our sponsor since day one. They're our biggest sponsor now. So if you're going to go to a live event, whether it's a hockey game, which we talk about later, an NBA game, which we talk about later. Mm-hmm. A little baseball game. We don't talk about it later. We can now. How's baseball tie? Pretty good so far. That's what I'm talking about. That's baseball talk. Any of these types of things, whether it's comedy, theater, any sport, SeatGeek has the tickets for you. And right now, if you use promo code Pat, you get ten dollars off your first order. Promo code McAfee, twenty dollars off your first order. Also, if you if it sounds like I'm I'm spry, a little bit awake. Oh yeah. It's because I've been sleeping good. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You guys know why I've been sleeping good. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. The thing I'm laying on, hmm the greatest bed I've ever laid on. Now that's my ass. It's been around the country, around the world. A lot of beds, okay? A lot of beds. You ask my head, been on a lot of pillows. And as soon as my body found this Lisa mattress, Everything changed. Mm. My body just conformed completely to it perfectly because they did research to find out what the perfect mattress is no matter your body style, no matter your composition, no matter how you're built, the bed is perfect for you. And also, they made it a convenient bed. Oh, yeah? A convenient mattress. You don't have to go to the stores and roll around and other people sweat, do you, Ty? No, you don't. Uh, Disgusting. Disgusting. There's no Zitos rolling around in there (laughs) with no socks on, running on the bed as if they're six-year-olds and home home. (laughs) alone. Yeah, yeah. You don't have to do that. All you do is go to lisa.com l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash mcafee you get 15 percent off and free pillows and the bed shows up right on your doorstep in a box you're like wait my mattress that's going to be more comfortable than any other mattress i've ever slept on is going to show up in a box yep and let me tell you what you're going to do you're going to take that box right into your bedroom you're going to open that box and you're going to watch this mattress just fully form and you're gonna be like holy shit how did that happen in less than three minutes Mm -hmm. less than three minutes Boom. From your doorstep to your bedroom, three minutes, best bed you've ever had. That's lisa.com forward slash McAfee, L-E-E-S-A.com forward slash M-C-A-F-E-E, 15% off and free pillows. Also, Lisa and I gave away 100 mattresses to the Coburn Place, a domestic and interpersonal violence survivor's retreat, sanctuary. They're a place that wants to make the world a better place, and they're a place that wants to make your sleep better. Lisa.com forward slash McAfee. Go get you a bed. Go get you a good one. Let's get in this conversation with lights out, Sean Merriman. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, joining us now is a man who was a three-time pro bowler, three-time all-pro, NFL defensive rookie of the year in the year 2005, led the NFL in sacks in 2006. He's a member of the San Diego, now Los Angeles Chargers 50th anniversary team. 257 tackles in his career. Now, he is launching an extreme fighting league that debuts this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, lights out, Sean Merriman. Merriman. What's up, brother? How's it going, man? Nothing from that fucking... I I feel like that intro was pretty incredible. You just gave me
3: nothing. I I mean, let me tell you something. I feel like I was walking out the tunnel and then jumping in the crowd at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I can respect that a lot. Let's get right into it. This weekend, Lights Out XF Extreme Fighting debuts. How excited are you? What are some things you might be worried about? What are you looking forward to? All of that stuff. Let's get right into it.
3: Well man, um, you know, first of all, combat sports for me, like been been my love and passion. Even when I was playing football, right? I was I was kind of uh working out doing MMA during the off seasons. Um and I kinda and I just fell in love with the sport. So when I retired at the end of 2012-13, uh, I actually was gonna take a fight. I mean I was I was that much in love with the sport and I love training and, and just love the uh the other aspects of it. So um uh, that ended up happening, but for two years ago, um, I, I met up with a, uh, a former league out here called California Extreme Fighting. They were a big local promotion out here in California. And I was going every fight and said, damn, these guys are legit. But, you know, a lot of people outside of here didn't know about them. So what happened was I came in as a partner, and now it's Light Top Extreme Fighting uh, airing on uh, Fox Sports Western Prime Ticket May, May 16th, man. So we got, we got a TV platform out the gate, which is pretty cool.
0: That's incredible. Um, did you have to invest money in that or did they give you a percentage of it just because you're Sean Merriman and that you could bring attention like this interview, like you've done on ESPN, things like that? Or did you have to invest in it and buy it out basically?
3: It was it was a combination of a lot of stuff, man, to be honest. Um, obviously, when you have a name and you have a platform to be able to promote stuff like that, that's that's money in the bank, right? I mean, that that's worth a ton. But two, um, you know, we... we really brought myself in along with my my financial and plus sponsorship to pay the fighters, man, get these guys signed up for just more than one-off fights. We wanted to keep them in for five and seven fights at a time. So that's what my input was, and also bringing the TV platform. I mean, people will be able to see now for the first time these guys and what they've been fighting for uh, for a very long time. So, you know, without me promoting it, it, they'll see for themselves on the 16th when, when it airs.
0: Okay, so are these fighters bangers? What do we got? We got guys that like oh, to man, get in there and throw man. hands. Guys,
3: like, they, they love to get after. We got three titles on the line, actually. Um, and you know, one, one of my one of my favorites because I'm a heavyweight. You know, Jack May and uh, and Mike Mike Q, uh, Quintero. Uh, um, you know, these guys going to get after. They got a rematch, and um, they, it's, it's going to be impressive, man. These guys like to get out. I never realized like how much shit. I mean shit talking goes on like you see it on tv and stuff like that but the dms be- between these guys it's like sean i'm gonna beat the shit out of this guy and i'm like hold on hold on hold on and like I- i'm just i'm i'm here to promote the fight guys like i, I don't have any side and then the other guy were dm me saying, watch what i'm gonna do to him and i'm saying okay all right now <laughs> you know now things are getting a little bit crazy so uh i'm just i'm just waiting for everybody to see what we put together and then we're the next biggest promotion
0: what are you going to be? Are you going to be Vince McMahon, Dana White, or are you going to be a uh, big personality? Or are you letting the lights out extreme fighting have their own people? Are you going to be prevalent in this whole thing?
3: Yeah, so we actually have um, you know some of our commentators. I actually just brought over uh, Amber Theo Harris. You know, there's the NFL Network. She's also a fight fan, and she'll be uh, she'll be broadcasting some of the fight. Uh, I'll be part of the broadcast as well. But you know, for me, man, it's um it, it's really. First of all, promoting the league, right? Because that's number one. But two, I'm a fan of the sport still. So, and I train with you know I train with a bunch in the makeout. I trained this morning uh, working outdoors from MMA. So um, it's really a combination of like you know I'm not trying to be anybody else, but it's hard for me not to be excited because I still love the sport and have a passion for it at the same time.
0: I'm excited to see how it all fares out on May 16th. I, how, are you doing oh, it? In May,
3: May, May 11th. If it's this Saturday, and then it's going to air. It's going to air on the 16th.
0: Okay, so speaking of, so it's pre-taped, all right. Um, are you in an arena? What are you in? A theater? Where is it at?
3: Yeah, it's at the Burbank Marriott Event Center. Um, and, you know, this thing holds about 1400 and we, we sold out in a little over two weeks. Okay. Um, so we, we love being there. We love being in, in, just really Los Angeles in general, because, uh, you know, Southern California has really been a hub for MMA and mixed martial arts, uh, um, uh, combat sports for a long time. And, uh, i shit, I played here, man. So like that for me, um, this is, you know, kind of my backyard, my home.
0: How much were the tickets and how did you decide how much the tickets were? Did you want like a, a wild crowd in there or were you trying to make real money off the tickets or is there a fine balance?
3: No, it was a fine balance. Um, I think our VIP k side tickets, uh, tickets, are going for one seventy five, one eighty five. One seventy five, one seventy eighty five. Um, there's still some sold on xf dot com, but I think we only got about thirty tickets left or twenty tickets. Um, general admission tickets sold out in two weeks. That was that was all done. I think we got a few left, but this, I mean, once you see the crowd and the en- energy of the fight. Like it's kind of hard because I want to promote the fight, but at the same time, I want it, I want people to see like, okay, this is uh, like this is the real deal and the next big thing. I kind of want to just let it play out, just let people see see on their own.
0: Are you guys serving beer in the crowd? What's that? Are you serving beer to the crowd?
3: Oh, we're serving a little bit more than beer. Let's go! <laughs> <So we're>, it's, <laughs> so it's gonna we'll be have, no. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll we'll have we'll have a little a little going on and then. Uh, you know, my, I might have a glass or two when, I, when we're done and everything's wrapped up. Um, just really celebrating a, a, a big event. Um, I just know people are going to enjoy what they're going to see.
0: You're a complete businessman right now. We have your Lights Out merch out here in the office. Guys, wear it. Now you're launching a fighting league. I mean, how do you how do you keep track of it all? And, and are you worried that you're going to spread yourself too thin? Or is Lights Out Sean Merriman can handle whatever the fuck comes at him?
3: You, you know, man... Um, People always say this thing about if you love what you're doing, it's not work. I just want to kind of go on and explain to that what it is. Um, you know, I'm from P.C. County, Maryland. I, I didn't grow up for much. I had the nickname Lights Out since I was 16, a sophomore in high school. Um, you know, carried it to college and carried it to the pros. And now being able to have a brand like Lights Out, not only being apparel and, and uh, a league, but, you know, I'm walking out here, you said people went in the office. I was just walking by a guy out here in uh, Studio City. And he he didn't he didn't recognize me Thought on oh, the football player, but he had a lifetime he couldn't even make the correlation so i i I knew that I was doing something right, and I love what i'm doing so i, I don't I can't picture myself doing anything else so as far as spreading spread anything too thin after I'm done with the gym at you know seven thirty eight o'clock in the morning, whatever time i'm done, this is what I do, and it's something that I love to do
0: seven thirty you're done what, what time do you start? <laughs>
3: Uh, I like. I try to get in the gym by six thirty. Um, you know, I like, and I try to get done by eight thirty, so I can, you know, get to work and start, you know, getting things moving by nine in the morning. Nine o'clock in the morning, I want to be fully up and and ready to kick somebody's ass. because I hate being tired and sleepy <laughs> when everything get coming at me. I want to be fully uh, awake and and, and uh, energized.
0: Obviously, you're a linebacker in the NFL. You had to be some sort of meathead, but not everybody continues that after they retire from the NFL. It seems as if you're never going to slow down, you're going to be a meathead forever And a gym. I feel like the gym is probably somewhere that taught you a lot of things in your life.
3: Yeah, man, um and I'm a meathead in and out, right? There's no change in that. I'll be a meathead till I can't lift any weights anymore and then I'll find like some other weird ways to lift weights where it don't hurt my shoulders or lower back or something to still stay like a, a meathead. Um I just think of this like the gym for me is, is a lot cheaper than therapy, for one. I don't know if the NFL <laughs> covers uh gym memberships, but they should. Uh, but it's, it's it's my balance place, man. Because no matter what I have going on, if I got a ton of stuff going on, I know if I can go crush me an hour and a half or two hour workout, uh, I know I'm going to feel better, no matter what. And sometimes it's not just about looking. I try to explain to people all the time, man. Like, yeah, looking looking good is great, but feeling great is better. Ooh. So that's that was always important to me.
0: I'm always told by you fitness people that nothing tastes. As good as feeling good feels. And I argue that there are a few pizzas that do, but I completely respect the fact that you bust your ass so your entire body feels good. How old are you now?
3: 34. I'll be 35 in a couple weeks.
0: Okay, so you retired relatively young, just like I did. Why did you end up calling it quits? Were you forced out or was it kind of you felt like it was your time?
3: No, it was my time. Um, You know, for me, I started to look at... You know what I believe my value was to an organization. Uh, Buffalo wanted me to come back uh, another year when I was done. Um, you know, and they end up firing the whole entire coaching staff. So for me to start over with whole new coaching staff at that point in my career just wasn't going to happen. And then two, if you're not offering something that's so significant financially that it's, it's a guarantee, then it's not worth me being there. I have other stuff to do. Uh, I love football. Football to me is, is king and always will be king. And if I physically could compete um, at a high level, I would still play. But that was that was done for me. Like, I was, I was, you know, done with that. Do you
0: – I heard you say that whenever you were going to go to Buffalo, I don't remember if you were traded or signed there, you didn't want to go initially, and then once you got to Buffalo, you fell in love with the place. Is that accurate?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was actually uh, – Buddy Nix, who was a general manager at the time, I hung up the phone on him twice and told him I wasn't coming. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I. I told him, I said, I, buddy, because he was uh, the third-in-command GM-wise with with the Chargers, and he was one of the guys who had a big input on drafting me there with the Chargers. And so I knew him, and he knew me very well. and He he knew that I could come out and help the organization and do some things. So he he was going to have me there no matter what. I said, buddy, I, I don't care what you guys do. I don't care what you do. I'm not getting on the plane, and I'll, I'll hug up the phone on him twice. <laughs> I just wasn't going to go to Buffalo. Until uh, so they told me I was going to get fined ten thousand dollars a day, and I told them send that damn plane on Thursday. <laughs> so, <laughs>
0: uh, once you got there, though, you realize quickly that they have the mo- one of the most passionate fan bases in all of football. In the city of Buffalo, likes to party and have a good time. Is that accurate?
3: Ah uh, man, I mean, it took me about two weeks in before I felt like felt the love from the city. So the first the first week you get there, you ask the teammates and, and everybody around, okay, where should I stay? Where should I live? Where should I go? Okay, they'll tell you to stay here, close to the facility. Uh, and then I went out for the first time um, in downtown. And I, they had some big event, and you would have thought, like, it was some parade. And I was like, at the time, they were 0-7 or 0-8. I'm like, if we go 0-7 so, and 0-8 and and with the Chargers, nobody might shake your hand or show up in the stadium. Like, you're not even getting talked to. And, uh, they were already at the playoffs at the time, and I looked up my first game, my first you know time being there, and it was seventy thousand people in the freezing cold with their shirts off, going crazy, and I was like, "This is, I can get used to this because these, these fans out here are just that great."
0: okay let's talk about fans being great and not great the los angeles chargers whenever they moved to los angeles couldn't even fill up an mls stadium but now they have some success they might be able to generate a little buzz but do the chargers you're a ambassador for them i do believe do they have any shot at gaining real traction in los angeles yeah
3: and they have and you know, this is the thing, you're always going to have people to talk bad about the Chargers, yeah. right, because you got, point blank, you got some people that's pissed off that they moved in the first place, right, that's, that that San Diego just don't like L.A. people and vice versa or whatever the case is, and you're just always going to have this little bright there. Um, so people, some people just never want to support the team, will never really fully support the team. Well, when they first moved, they were 0-4, right? So you move, you got, you know, some people that's really pissed off, and you start 0-4. Now you're really not going to have any fans. Um, But then they had that nine game winning streak where they looked like they were going to be, you know, a threat in the playoffs and and then going to postseason or whatnot. And that didn't, you know, didn't happen. But this past year, man, I was at every game. You know, I was at every game, so I see what's there. Um, But you have some of these teams that travel really well. You know, if you play Kansas City or Philadelphia, like they're going to, I don't care where you play at. We we played with this down in San Diego. I mean, they came and they loaded up your stadium because they travel like crazy. It's just how it is. So the fan base is getting there, and and it's going to continue to grow as long as the team keep winning.
0: I think everybody, they, they talk about bandwagon fans. I think that could be everywhere. Like if, if Now, granted, not in Buffalo. You just told that story. but And in Cleveland. There are some places that uh, have, haven't been great for a long time, and their fans have stuck with them. But you and I both have played in a lot of stadiums with a lot of tarps over to the top of the stadium because their team isn't winning at the time. And then as soon as they start winning, that thing fills up. People like to be happy. You can't blame them. You can't blame them at all that people like to be happy. Speaking of happy, are you happy with the way the NFL is going, with the rules? rules changes almost making it impossible to play defense in the NFL these days
3: uh initially I I wasn't at all man because I thought they were just being over the top and trying to set an example for other people not to do it so it was it was really to me it came across as petty right um that you can't hit a guy this way you can't do that you can't do that it seemed that over time they kind of backed up and backed off of it a little bit they wanted to like set the tone early on and show like, we're going to come down to you hard. we're going to find you for this, this, and eject you or whatever the deal was. We're going to do it, but then we're going to back off. So it seemed like now they're letting guys play a little bit. I mean, look at that play with the Saints, right, when the guy, uh, you know, the Saints and the Rams. It, yeah, that couldn't be more of a blatant, like, if that happened when they first implemented those rules, that guy would have got thrown not out the stadium but probably out the city for for, for that kind of play. Um. But you know, they—they—they they, they seem like they're backing off one a little bit because the fans overall just don't like it.
0: Uh, I sat in a commissioners forum at the draft. Did you go to yours?
3: Uh, no, I missed mine. <laughs> you know. I was uh, I was out promoting and doing some stuff um, <laughs> yeah. for, for the league and for the team as well.
0: Okay, so I respect that. I thought you did a great job with the draft pick, by the way. You got the lights out dance in there. The world needs to see that every once in a while to be reminded of your greatness. I think that's a good thing. But I, <laughs> I appreciate I, I, it. I sat in that commissioner's <laughs> forum, though, and listened to a lot of OGs talk about how the NFL handles retired players. What is your stance yeah. on that? You think the NFL does a good job, or you think there's a little some more to be desired?
3: No, I think there's more that more need to be done. Um, you know, we we come at a time where we, even though we think the contracts are crazy, crazy right now, which they are getting big. You see some guys who probably don't deserve the full amount, but they are getting paid. Um, we got some decent contracts, too. But think of the guys before us that didn't really make uh, the, the money that we made. Or yep. well, they, they didn't have the TV platform or have the social media platform so they're kind of lost out in the whim and, and, and I think that it's easy for us to sit back and say, okay, we're cool. We got other stuff to do. But just looking at the overall picture and, and, and how the retired guys are treated overall, it's, it's not really that great. I think they're getting better, but there's so much still to be done. What do you think they should do? For one, they got to extend the health, the health benefits. Um, it can't be five or seven years. I mean, we, we played a sport – that um, could possibly disfigured something on your body for life, right? I think that once you go under the knife one time, your know, that shoulder, ankle, knee, or whatever it is, your back, it's never the same, right? So having someone covered for five years or seven years or whatever that end up being, it has to be something that is is, is covered much longer. Uh, there has to be uh, something in a position where if a guy is struggling financially or something, something to get a guy back on his feet for whatever that reason is. Um, because we spend a lot of our time uh, playing football and, 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 and doing what the organizations and the NFL wanted us and needed us to do at the time for our jobs, which uh, didn't allow us a uh, time to do certain other things, to have a head start in life as someone who may have uh, went to school and now can work 12-hour days or 10-hour days doing one thing, so that's going to give them a head start. Some of these guys don't have that head start, so – there's, there's tons of things that the NFL can still do. I know they're trying and they have gotten better, but there's there's tons of work to be done.
0: I agree completely. I'm on your side, and uh, even though you skipped the fucking forum, that's basically what was said in there as well. Just want to let you know. We relayed that message. Just want to let you know that we relayed that message to um, Who's your mentor when it comes to off-the-field stuff? Because right now, you have a lot going on, man. You you are grinding. I mean, every day you wake up at 6 still and get in the gym. That's insane. But who is your mentor business-wise? Uh, is it somebody from the NFL that you've run into in the past who ran and started doing their own business? Is there a businessman that you've run into in San Diego or Los Angeles that has taken you under their wing to kind of teach you, or is it all trial and error? Um,
3: it, It's a combination of both uh, when it comes to uh, having a mentor, right? Because depending on the industry, you talk about the clothing line and stuff like that. So I got in, uh, involved in guys who are really, really good and been around a super experienced, um, you know, uh, in the apparel industry is done hundreds and millions of dollars in, in, in big retail stores and stuff like that. So I was able to, to be a wing of theirs for three, four years before I even got into the apparel industry, um, before I either launched the clothing line properly. So I was there not to really make any big mistakes. Um, as far as, the business side of it, man, I've, I've, I've been blessed because I had some access to, um, you know, CEOs of Fortune 500 companies, right? I mean, I, I, if I make a call or have somebody on my team to make a call that I wanted a meeting or I had an idea, uh, they've always taken a meeting, right? Huh. So it was really up to me once I got there to um put together a plan or uh, give an idea that was going to be worthwhile. And so just having the access of, of who and what I've done on the football field, to being able to use that now once i get in the door i mean i just at that point can't someone outwork me (laughs) can't someone do more than i can and and you know i just proved that just i work and and do more than anybody else and that's kind of my my motto just go hard
0: who are some people i respect that who are some people uh that you like who's one businessman that you called you're like i'd like a meeting with this person you get in the door you walk in there and I assume there's a little bit of jitters because it's like a Shark Tank pitch almost, but it's with one person. Uh, it's a whole new playing field, <clears throat> pun intended. And who is somebody that you walked in there and was incredibly responsive in a positive way than you could have imagined?
3: I mean, you, you name of it. Um, you know, Kevin Huvain, who is the head of CAA, uh, has been, been somebody in the past who I've called on and, um, you know, sat down and met with and, and gave me a bunch of influence. Uh, paul allen mitchell
0: um yeah, diddy sean combs oh oh, 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 oh. yeah <laughs> where, 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 i mean ca cool let's do that paul allen awesome that's a great name i assume he's done a lot of great things who's that the computer guy
1: yeah, you used uh, to work at
0: Microsoft. Uh, oh, just a little thing, but let's talk about you and Diddy real quick. You Diddy bopped with Diddy. How does that come about? You're like, hey, I want to talk about Sean John clothing. I want to do this. I want to talk about your vodka. I want to talk about becoming a billionaire. What, what what is the conversation with Diddy? And do you tweet him? Like, uh, do you send like how's it? You, you hit him up on LinkedIn. Where, where do you? No, link- no, we
3: have a, we have a great relationship. Um, you know, he's somebody that I look up to, and I would consider like family. Oh. Um and. You know, for, for me, you you, you kind of look at, okay, so, so being an athlete, right, you you know playing outside linebacker. Somebody would ask me maybe 20 years ago, 25 years ago, you know, who's your mentor? Who do you want to play the game like? And I would tell you Lawrence Taylor because that's the, uh, you know, and that's the reason why I wore number 56. That's why I did all these things because I wanted to be like Lawrence Taylor. Well, you have – when you talk about your other interest in business and, 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 and talking about growth and having multiple businesses, you know, you look at, you look at uh, Diddy and look at um, what he's accomplished and having uh, Revolt, right, uh, which is the, oh, the yeah. uh, network, right? You have the, the Vodka, you have Sean John, you have Cologne. When you have someone who um, has all these things lined up and like, okay, how in the hell are you doing this? And, and And when you have people like that willing to give you their time and show you not only what they did, because it's not about them talking to you, it's about, them letting you have the access to other things, right? So if he call his president uh, of whatever company, revolt or whoever it is, and they say, "Hey, okay, cool," he made the call for me. Go meet with him, and that conversation is different when I come there now. And and that's what it that's what it was like, you know, for the last I guess twelve years, since I know thirteen years. Or and that's just he just one. I'm just saying that you know when you have this access, that's what life is really about, man. Is having access. If you got access. Now it's, it's up to you and what you want to do with it or what you're going to do with.
0: it. I should have tackled more people. <laughs> I should have just tackled more people. You know what I mean? <laughs> I should have tackled more people. I'll send a tweet at Diddy tomorrow. See if we can link up. Uh, I heard he just watches an insane amount of documentaries on people that have been successful in the past. I heard that's like one of his things.
3: Yeah. Not only that, you read books. I mean, you go and you see books and books and information. Um, of anybody who he wanted to I mean before he even gotten up in the alcohol business and in and, and that I mean he, he would tell you the five or ten, fifteen top you know uh, people in their industry. You know, and that's that's how he is. That's also where where I learned. Hey if you want to go into this, get a hold of this person. You know, if you want to go into that, see if you can get a hold of that person because you can't get you can't go wrong with somebody that's that's experienced and now you got access. Now, you know, the door's open, what you gonna do with it? Oh, Jesus Christ!
0: Well, I'll tell you what—I don't know what the hell I'm gonna do with it. I'm very thankful you opened your phone line today, though. This has been an incredible conversation, Sean. I hope lights out. Extreme fighting. Uh, why'd you decide to drop the E off of extreme? Just because X is cooler? Uh
3: no, no. It, it's lights out. Extreme fighting. Um.
0: Yeah, but it's extreme. And- like it's actually extreme, right? Like X. Ex- yeah,
3: it's X. Ex- it's extreme. I think that for us, it, it really put the emphasis on what extreme is. I mean, cause you got the regular way of spelling extreme, but I mean, people are going to find out this Saturday and on the 16th, when it's showing Fox sports, West uh, what that extreme is. Uh, hell these, yeah. these guys are like, they're hungry as hell. And it, it's like hard for me sometime. And, you know, to, to really focus because I want to get to the fight. You know, we're dealing with production and commission and the whole nine, but I'm like, I want to see these guys throw down because that, that's why I'm in it. <laughs> you know, I want to promote these fighters and promote, promote the league. And knowing that they're going to put on a great show makes me excited.
0: Okay, so let's say it crushes. Uh, first show crushes. And UFC comes up to you and says, we'd like to buy your promotion out right now. Is there a number in your head? You're like, yeah, you can take it for this?
3: Yeah, anybody to say that they won't sell is a damn lie, right? Because there's always <laughs> a number. I don't care what you say. There's, there's a number for everything. Um, but if you're getting into the business of sales, then you're not really gonna make it too far. Um okay. you got you gotta build and, and, and enjoy what you're doing. And I'm all about the process, man. I actually really, really enjoy the process of doing what I'm doing right now. And if I was in the business of of, of doing something so I could sell it, then what's the need of building it? You know, like you gotta enjoy the process in learning and selling and, and, and getting back up and going back at it before it didn't even feel good to get bought out. Right? <laughs> You know, if somebody coming, you you all get an offered amount, that's not going to feel that good. You just, you know how much work it took to even get it here? Like, you got to, like, live through this thing, man. This is, this is an exciting time for lights out. I mean, it really is.
0: Hell yeah, I'm excited for you. Are you expecting some adversity? Whether it's a camera going out out of nowhere, uh, a low blow happening in the middle of one of your matches, something just outlandish that could possibly happen anytime you put two human cockfighters in a cage, are you expecting some sort of adversity?
3: Yeah, you'll you'll always have little stuff. I mean, the biggest fear for us is always, and that's anybody in in, in fighting in general, especially in combat sports, Uh, in in MMA is that two or three weeks leading up to the fight you know guys get injured we had one or two guys to fall um and we got you know we got the field but you know we had two guys to go down and um you know it's it's a part of the sport you get somebody else in there that's ready to go and and so you don't have to drop a big fight you get another big fighter in there who's been waiting on the fight and, and physically ready to go and now they go fight
0: well let's go i'm excited for you i can't wait to watch it take off last question who's your favorite football player playing football right now outside of the chargers
3: uh, football player? Yeah. Uh, I would, I would say Khalil. Khalil Mack. Um,
0: That's a Bears fan clapping back here. Kind of. He's not really a Bears fan, but he's from Chicago, so his family <laughs> likes when the Bears win. But,
3: you know, I, I mean, I got relationships with guys all I love, but when I, when I look and see him play and, and kind of how I played the game, he's, he's another, he's another level up because I believe he's more of a complete player than I was, um. But I just watching him play is fun because he calls havoc every time he comes off the snap. Like you don't know if that's going to be the play that he'd get the sack or make something big happen. It could be every single one. And that's why it's exciting to watch.
0: Very humble of you there to say he's a more complete player than you. Uh, that's you don't hear that a lot from retired players who have an incredible legacy on the football field. I respect the hell out of that. I also respect the fact that you're going out on your own and making businesses happen here. Also, the fact that you're just friends with Diddy—that's fucking wild. Uh, Sean, thank you so much for joining us, brother.
3: Hey, thanks, brother. I appreciate it. Thanks for having
0: me. Anyway, does your fighting league have a Twitter handle or social media or anything like
3: that? Yeah, lights out XL, and you can go to lights out XL to uh out uh for the tickets we got a few left and uh hopefully come come there and, and and enjoy yourself
0: let's go good luck congratulations i can't wait to see it lights out xf on social media let's follow along i hope it has nothing but success my brother cheers thank you so much for your time today sean merriman thank you man
3: thanks brother appreciate it
0: yeah no problem you're incredible dude
3: thanks dude they have me back on let me know you back out west um we'll get you to the show we got uh, I? And I should have mentioned, but maybe we'll go back on again. But Chris McCain, man, uh, outside linebacker, defensive end. Um, he we just signed him, and he's fighting on the July sixth card. So I, I'll promote that, you know, sometime in uh, sometime in June. But yeah, man, we got. I'm going after Royce White, former NBA player. We got two hockey players. who's probably going to come over. So shit, oh, man, it's uh, nice. it's going to be pretty cool.
0: Let's go! I we'll keep this all in. We'll keep this all in. So, uh, what are some other ex-athletes that you're looking to come fight in your cage?
3: We uh, so after Chris Chris McCain, as soon as um, Royce White, who played in the NBA for some time, as soon as he's done with the big three, he's gonna he's gonna fly in and meet with me, and he's probably going to take a couple amateur fights. Uh we're talking to a couple guys that played for the Goals, the you know San Diego San Diego Goals that uh got oh, moved up and down from the Anaheim Ducks team. Oh. So the so shit man we you know that's that's really going to be our stick. You know we're we're going to get some athletes from other sports to transition over. How about
0: like Lev Bell and that guy that was talking shit on his rapping? <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? There was some guy that was bashing Lev Bell's rapping. I don't remember. Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen. I oh, Keenan
3: Allen, the wide receiver. He fucking he, dude. He fucking smashed them.
0: <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I mean, it, it went viral too. I think you open up a bag though. Get Lev Bell and Keenan Allen in the goddamn in the cage. Dude,
3: what's gonna What's gonna happen is it's gonna be a lot of guys. Like so, so I retired at twenty eight. Right, I played fucking eight years. Really seven because I missed the whole two thousand eight season or whatever it was. You know, if you look at it, God's fuck. When you're if you're 27, 28 years old, and you get done. You can still fucking fight for almost eight, nine years if you if you wanted to.
0: Herschel Walker's still fighting, I think.
3: No, no, he he's done. He fought in um, he fought in Bellator.
0: Yeah, but hey, I think he would. I saw him just uh, a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. Still got it, by the way. You want to line him up with some amateurs? I think you get Herschel Walker and knock some people out and lights out
3: XF. Yeah, he yeah he's fifty something years old. You know, he's 50-something years old. So, so, so Are we still
0: alive? Well, we could be if you want. I mean, this could all get edited out or we can keep it going. If you want to talk shit on Herschel Walker, we'll definitely keep it in. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: I just wanted to make sure we were good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're a good dude. I want you to know that. And I appreciate you, man.
3: Thanks, hey, bro. Appreciate
0: it. All right. See ya. All right. You got it. If I had to bet, I'd bet that lights out XF without the E. The E is silent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. x going to will give it to you. I, oh, I was about to make so many DMX references <laughs> was, whenever you Well, when my dog said? Yeah, it means it's going to be good fighting. Oh, does it? Does it mean? Oh, 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 I was a little bit worried, but I would bet that Lights Out Extreme Fighting is going to do well. I am going to say that it's going to be some real brawlers in there attempting, and I won't, he can't say it, but I'm going to say it. These dudes are going to be trying to kill each other in yep. there. It's their first time getting any promotion, getting on TV. They're street fighters that are getting a little bit of love and possibly a good paycheck. I bet it's going to be great. All my other bets, you can track them. Mm-hmm. with the Action Network. The Action Network lets you track all of your favorite bettors' bets. It also lets you track your bets and how you're doing. They also keep track of your bets if you're betting on multiple things so you can keep track of how you're doing. Oh. Green Dot City is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Red Dot's not so great, but it happens in the gambling world. Also on the Action Network, thousands and thousands of documents in articles and things of that nature to make you an informed gambler it's not gambling when you have the action network it's investing (laughs) do you hear that i love it let me say it again it's not gambling when you fuck around with the action network it's investing in yourself i felt that They're a massive operation over there, hiring a lot of very smart people, and gambling just got legalized in Indiana. So if you're in Indiana, you're about to get into the sports gambling world now that it's legal, there's one place you need to go, and that's the Action Network. You can track me, you can track all the guys in this office. Diggs, Gorms, Todd, Bro 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 Bets, There are a very active bunch on there, and they seem to be winning a lot. Mm-hmm. Todd was a terrible gambler.
4: <laughs> the worst.
0: Todd was a very bad gambler. Thought we lost Todd for a little bit until he started reading the Action Network. You can see where the sharp money is going. You can see where the dummies are going. You can see why people are betting on things. Just become an informed gambler with your friends at Action Network. Go to http colon forward slash forward slash mm. getaction.app forward slash pat. You hear me? Yeah. H-T-T-P, colon, forward slash, forward slash, getaction.app, forward slash Pat. Is that not something you want to do, though? You want yeah. to be a better gambler. Yeah, mm. of course. You want to make money. You want to have a little bit of side cash so that when you go out, you're king of the castle, king of the castle. Speaking <laughs> of king of the castle, here's a guy who has a kid, just celebrated a birthday, and he bends over in front of humans for a living. <laughs> Joining us now, a man who is bent over in front of more first picks in the history of the NFL from Moon Township, Western Pennsylvania Interscholastic Athletic League Hall of Famer. went to Penn State, new Sandusky, don't <laughs> hold it against them. Starting center for the Arizona Cardinals, Alan Quay Shipley.
5: You know, it was going. Re- it was going really well there for a minute. It was really going well, and you had to take it into a different era. I don't know, understand why we had to go that
0: way. I don't get it. Facts are facts, Alan Quay. I don't know what. I to don't de- get it. What? What was that? I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> well there's a lot of things i want to say right here but for the sake of the children i will stay away from it uh i'm sorry i mentioned that you had nothing to do with that obviously all you are is a great football player who happens to be on a team right now whose head coach was parting with tom ba- uh brady in louisville just over the weekend how's the team feel about it
5: i mean good for him right
0: cliff kings cliff kingsbury unbelievable this, cliff- guy, this guy's
5: got this guy's got more pictures with tom brady than i got with with you. I mean,
6: unbelievable.
0: <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, was a part of the Tom Brady entourage down at the Kentucky Derby. A lot of people said, wow, what a handsome group of men. The only thing I thought was, wow, what a life this Cliff Kingsbury guy is currently living. Gets a head coaching gig, gets the number one pick of the draft. He has A.Q. Shipley as his center, and he parties with Tom Brady on the weekend. This guy's a legend.
5: Legend. I mean, just winning. he's just winning life right now.
0: How is he as a head coach?
5: good so far i mean everything's been really good it's uh strictly business doesn't doesn't have a whole lot of slogans if you will you know where i'm going um doesn't have a whole lot of doesn't (laughs) doesn't have a whole lot of things to say other than let's just play football and let's 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 install this offense and let's get rolling let's get this thing turned around
0: let's go back to what you were talking about with slogans what do you mean (laughs) man what are you talking about keep the main thing the main thing bro what are you talking about
5: just, I just, I'm not a huge fan of slogans. I don't like it. I just, anybody that comes in with a slogan, usually uh, that's my that's, that's my first, it's my first red flag. It's my first red flag. You come in, hey, we're gonna be this. No, we're not. We're gonna be whoever we're gonna whatever we're gonna put on film. That's who we're gonna be. You can say we're gonna be the toughest team. But unless you put it on film, you're not the toughest team. Am I correct?
0: What if we're the fastest team? Has anybody thought about that? You don't know if we're going to be the fastest team. Maybe we'll be the smartest team. Who knows if we're going to be the toughest team? Exactly.
5: But if you come in with a preconceived mantra, it usually never ends.
0: What do you think the Arizona Cardinals are going to be this year? Thank (laughs) you.
5: (laughs) Improved. I I, I, I think that's the best way to put this. I mean, I think – you know, once, once this whole thing gets rolling and gets installed, you never know what can happen. You and I were a part of a team mm-hmm. coming off a 2-14 and 14 season. Cool. Nobody thought we were going to be good. Nobody thought anything until you start getting some, some momentum, you start rolling a little bit, and before you know it, you're 11-5 and five making the playoffs.
0: Uh, has Kyler Murray showed up in Arizona yet? Shows up tomorrow. What do you mean? You guys don't have rookie minicamp yet?
5: No, this weekend.
0: I thought everybody did it last week.
5: No, we there's like a, it's like a split. I don't know how many teams do it, but some teams go two weeks from the draft. Some teams go the the next week. And we're one of the one of the crew that goes the two weeks after.
0: Where's his locker? Is it next to yours? Do you know yet?
5: No, it's. I think it's. I think it's. You know, they got quarterbacks here. They got the O line here. They got. You know, they got it all split up. It's away from us though.
0: So. Are you kind of upset about that? I mean, don't you think you and the guy who's going to be on your taint should be next to each other?
5: I mean, I haven't been next to a quarterback. I don't think ever in a locker room. So I think, I think, I think we'll just keep it that way. I don't deserve to be over near those guys. They make way too much money.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is uh, what was Cliff Kingsbury's meeting like? What is he? Does he come in there? Does he command the room? Does he call out the veterans? He does. does Larry Fitzgerald he does. like him?
5: Yeah, I think everybody likes him. I think again, like uh, I think as football players, and I think you can attest to this, right? I mean, I think. All, like You don't want people just coming in and just talking and talking and talking. It's like, hey, okay, say your point. Say what we got to say. Let's go out and practice. Let's go out and play a game, whatever it may be. But let's not sit here and talk about this for 30 minutes. Like There's no point in doing that. So I think he does a great job of just coming in, like, relaying his message of the day, relaying the schedule, and then let's keep it moving. Let's, let's you know break it up, get to your position rooms, and go from there.
0: Did you text me from a cell phone break from one of Cliff Kingsbury's yeah. patented cell phone breaks? Sure did. I sure did today during a cell phone break. I did. So what happens? Like a buzzer goes off in the room. It's like an hourglass is sitting there and it's like, all right, boys, cell phone break time. How's it work?
5: It's Funny. Like, you know, a lot of these, a lot of coaches, they'll say things to make it sound good in the media. Right. I mean, I think like just like a lot of people, I'm sure you read that whole thing whenever the whole cell phone thing comes out, it's like, man, is he really going to give these guys cell phone breaks? But like, I've never seen anything like it. It's It's wild. Like these coaches are so in tune to this. It's like our assistant, O line coach. Like you see him like almost like peeking at the clock, like every 30 seconds, like, man, like, uh, two more minutes. We got a cell phone break. Like, like, So I'm like watching him. I'm like, man, two more minutes. I can't wait for these two more minutes. Here we go. we got another break. Ah,
0: Jesus. Uh, Zito has questions because Zito's in the trenches. Zito's been wondering a lot of things all day. Zito, the floor is yours. AQ, did you Mm -hmm. hear Zito's ad read from the other show, by the way, the last show?
5: No, was it good? It was was very good. (laughs) People are
0: saying it was the worst reading they've ever heard in their entire life. People are saying that.
5: What do you got to say about that? You I mean, I'm sure you have a rebuttal.
2: Uh, yes, I have a problem reading in a mic sometimes. <laughs> so okay, nice. it's okay, it's the microphone. It's the microphone. I think if the microphone shouldn't, wasn't here, should,
5: you'd be good. Shouldn't that be a number one quality on a communications
2: program? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, not the reading portion because I'm usually right off the oh, okay, got right it, off the got tongue, it, got you know. It, got it. Top of okay. the head. tip of the tongue. No, no, I don't use that. I just use my tongue. <laughs> oh, okay, right off the tongue. <laughs> uh, AQ uh, for you, bouncing back. What kind of workouts are you uh, trying to slowly get back into so to get that knee going? That a boy, Zeno oh, yeah. in the trenches. This is a good question. I
5: like this. So, Anytime, uh, I'm basically full tilt at this point. I'm doing everything I was doing kind of beforehand, but leading up to it, it's uh, coming up a knee injury. Most people don't realize that like the knee once they do the surgery is pretty much fixed. It's just kind of building the strength up of everything around it. So like, it was kind of a wild thing. Like, you know, as soon as the bandage comes off and as soon as you see the whole thing, like after the surgery, it's literally your quad, you have no quad, you have no calf muscle you have nothing around the knee. There's no muscle at all. So The next six months is all just building up those areas, so you do a ton of things to build up the quad, a ton of things to build up the calf, and build all those areas up around the knee and all the little adductors, adductors, and all the other, you know, muscles in between that kind of are all connected in some way, shape, or form to the knee. I mean, and
0: and you were kind of built like Wreck-It Ralph to begin (laughs) with, so...
3: (laughs)
5: If there's one thing that I had that was extremely defined from a muscle standpoint, I got calves. I have oh, calves. Yeah, yeah you, do. yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. And and my left calf was one third of the size of my right calf oh. instantly after the surgery.
0: Looking like test tube baby out there. <laughs> That's what you got. Yeah, it was
5: real weird looking.
0: I see Zito has three more questions written down over there. He read that first one perfectly. We're proud of you, Zito. Thank you very much. Uh, are you worried to uh, snap to a shorter quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> He's 5'10. Well, he is 5'10 and one eighth. That has to be the shortest
2: quarterback you've ever uh, snapped to, right?
5: It, it is 100%. Um, great question. But this is a great question. But the good news is, is. I know you guys are into the whole college football thing. You guys like to bet a little bit, right? Oh,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Allegedly.
5: All of college football is all shotgun, correct?
2: Yep. Pretty, true. Pretty much.
5: So 99% of what we're going to be doing, what do you think it's going to be?
2: Under center. Shotgun.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's why it would be harder shotgun for the smaller guy that leaves you less room for oh,
5: you just you just put it back there in a window. They
0: can always make the play. They're much more
5: athletic than offensive linemen. They'll always
0: get it. Sound like a fucking long snapper for a punt here. Yeah, just get it back here in a five-yard radius. You'll be able to catch it and punt it no problem at all. Don't worry about it. What do you aim for whenever you're doing that snapping thing? His crotch? I don't look. You don't look. You just It's just muscle memory at this point. You just don't look. You just mm. come up and you're ready to roll. That's this, my center. He's tiny, though. I mean, this guy is tiny. Are, are you going to try to shoot it lower? I mean, I'm not changing a thing.
5: So I mean, I hope it go, i hope it hits him in, somewhere in the in the window. I really do because I'm not changing a thing. <laughs> I keep my wrist locked. I, I go back. As soon as my elbow hits my thigh, I let go of the ball. That's that's, that's, that's that's what I do. That's what I've done for a long time.
0: I don't want to put too much in your head, but is there any thinking on the snap, uh, or are you thinking about everything else? Everything else. Snaps,
5: like, if if the snap's not second nature, by the time you're getting ready to snap the ball, you just you got a lot of more fucked-up issues in your, in, 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 your, in your
0: world. Hey, we had a guy, you, I think you remember, we had a guy that couldn't snap, got like the yips from snapping, and it, that became quite a problem, quite a problem. It,
5: it, it's funny, man. Like, I've, I've been on a couple of teams where guys, like, we had a guy that I'm, like, really good friends with, where when he was out here, it was, it was funny as hell. He literally, after every snap in practice, he'd snap, and as soon as the play was over, like, he couldn't look back fast enough. Where was it? Where was it? Where was the ball? <laughs> I'm like that's gotta be terrifying. If after every single snap you're like, shit, where'd it go? Oh shit, where'd it go? <sighs> I
0: like, couldn't even fat that would be that would become quite a terrible thing because it's every single play, not only do you have to worry about that, but also you got Aaron Donald, potentially a guy who trains with knives about to bull rush you or run your ass over. Yeah.
5: That's that's If that's not the biggest problem you're worried about, getting ready to snap a football, you might as well just hang it up.
2: Send your (laughs) police in.
0: (laughs) Uh, Great question there, Zito. Thank
2: you. Uh, last question?
0: Yeah, sure, whatever you want.
2: Uh, why were we invited to your uh, daughter's birthday party? That's a great question. Great question,
0: because I wasn't invited either. Yep. It his fucking first birthday party. His daughter's going to remember it forever. Yep. I assumed that this is something I would be invited to. Exactly. Turns out, none of us were invited. Mm. Zito in the trenches wasn't yep. invited. Nick Moralto, who hosts a show that's Hockey Talk with AQ, wasn't invited. Yep. Ty Schmidt, who answers the phone every time AQ calls, wasn't invited. Evan Foxy, who's golfed around a golf with AQ and stayed at his house, wasn't invited. Yep. And me, I was the best man his first wedding i wasn't invited yeah,
5: yeah that's a great this is a great question guys i really don't like the question one bit but it was a good one this is journalism uh, well here's the thing there's this thing called the united states and in between the united states there's these things these borders right and Fair in enough. the borders there's there's these things called states. i invited people that live in the state of arizona oh what about oh, the state of friendship. My own parents were not
0: even invited to this thing. They what? weren't. Oh. Has my AQ own parents? changed? Has AQ changed now that he's got his fifth number one draft pick about to stand behind him? Wow. Won't even invite his... But my,
5: par- my parents are coming out here in two weeks so I can go on vacation. So that's the reason why they weren't invited.
0: Oh, so they'll celebrate the 54th week they- of life for Skylar.
5: Yeah, she, she gets like 22 birthday parties. We weren't
0: invited to any of them. Yeah, Wait a minute. It's just getting worse and worse.
4: Where are you going on vacation? You guys want
0: to come out? We'll throw one for tomorrow. You guys want to come out?
4: We're busy, man. Yeah, we got stuff to do. <laughs> we yeah. got stuff to do. All
5: right. Well, there you go. Might have a hockey talk episode.
0: Oh. Hey, pretty good little podcast you guys put together, by the way. Good little little hockey conversation by the boys there. It's, it's, it's just a lot of fun. I really, I'm, I'm really pumped about it. Are you enjoying it? Maybe you'll get to go in the broadcast boot camp because you have podcast skills.
5: I mean, do you think I'll get in?
0: Listen, AQ, I'd assume you'd get in on your first try. I've been rejected three times now. Three times. Have you really? Yeah, two times while playing, one time since graduating. Well, retiring. you get it?
5: They must They must think you have a radio voice. All right.
0: Hey, Nick has a question for you, please. Nick, <laughs> is that funny? He really liked that
4: one.
5: Yeah, he is. <laughs> I, I, I really, I, I was an alley to myself, just saying.
4: Hey, where are you going on vacation? Great question, Nick.
5: No. Going to Mexico, going playa, Del Carmen.
0: Oh, oh, the beach of Carmen.
5: Yeah, is that what, is that what play, playa means? Beach. Oh
0: yeah. Zito says yes. He's our official translator. Mm-hmm. He can't speak Spanish, but he can translate the shit out of it.
5: Best Buy translator for two years. I love what you guys got going on over there, I and mean, you got somebody for everything.
0: You're damn right, and people don't know Zito's actually African too. So we mm. got the Cuban African. Yep. So a lot weak. of people say we don't have any uh, a black. Twenty-three f- and me tell you that is that what happened? Oh, Twenty-three yeah. and me, and yep. my grandfather. Yeah, and I'm Italian. Huh.
2: Pleasure to meet you, Aq. Hey, I, I got a question Good to meet you.
0: <laughs> yeah, Foxy.
2: Actually, you can answer this too, Pat. But I'll, I'll answer first. AQ. Actually, a real question though: What's
0: it like getting a new head coach? Well, it's like you got to prove well, yourself all over again. Like you know, Everything changes It's though. like you're a rookie again. It really is like you're a rookie again. For me, it was like I was a rookie. I, I, I wasn't old enough to be considered a veteran because I wasn't in the Reggie Wayne, Adam Vinatieri world, but I wasn't young enough to be like, oh, yeah, I don't have a clue what I'm doing. And I had an arrest on my uh, record at the time, <laughs> and my Twitter was pretty lit, which I didn't love. So for me, it was like I had to prove myself all over again. AQ's been through 45 head coaches. I'm excited to hear his <laughs> thoughts.
5: no I agree with you and 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 it was interesting last year coming in you know with coach Wilkes coming in because ultimately there's nobody upstairs that is gonna form an opinion without watching film right so once coach Wilkes watched film like then like okay cool like he liked he liked what he saw on film about me so boom like I'm already in like his good graces, well Cliff Kingsbury not going to go back and look at 2016, 2017 tape. Right. So oh, like,
0: you, didn't play
5: like you turn on 2018 tape. There's no AQ Shipley out there. So it's like, and then, Hey, we're going to go out to OTAs and Oh, he's not doing that either. So then my, my first kind of uh, thing that he's going to really see is training camp. So hopefully I can put together a decent impression. Hopefully. Yeah. I, but, th- I think, yeah, it- I mean, it's, Pretty, pretty interesting situation that I'm in right now.
0: I saw how that Tom Brady crew was operating down here at the Kentucky Derby, both on social media and on the TV. Why don't you go show them how you hammer some beers? I think you'll be a big fan immediately. <laughs> wow, I can do that. I know that. <laughs> can I tell you my I luck? I can do that. I'll tell you my luck with new head coaches. Going into my senior year, soccer, high school, new head coach, guy hated me. Going into my senior year, college, WVU, New head coach, planning for the future. Going into my contract year, the Colts, new head coach, guy hated me. <laughs> it's kind of been a string of luck that I have. So I'm just waiting on a potential contract in this business somehow and an entire new regime coming in the week before it's supposed to be renewed. That kind of seems to be the way it's been going thus far. The good, th- the good thing about your current situation is you are your own head coach. You're goddamn right I am. Hey, you're goddamn right. I'm putting me in too. Yeah, I'm putting me in a goddamn play.
5: So that's that's a good situation to be in. Me, I'm the guy that, like, does not look fantastic in shorts. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, hey, we're going to go out for, like, uh, off-season workouts. Like, who's that, like, 5'11 guy with, like, a belly
0: that's, like, sticking out? Like...
5: Oh, that's our starting center from the last couple years. Oh, really? Jesus, we better get someone else.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. He's been on 14 different teams, though. The guy has a lot of experience. Uh, He kind of been around, been there, done that.
5: Longevity, man. It's all about.
0: Hey, what's the best best ability?
5: Availability.
0: I wish Cliff Kingsbury would have walked in with that line as soon as he started. I wish he would have just came in with that line immediately.
5: That one was always that not That one always worked in my favor until last year, August fourth. Really, always worked in my favor until that
0: day. I'll never forget just getting a bunch of pictures of you holding your head down there uh, on, nah. the, on the Twitter. I knew immediately what it was. I said, "AQ is not getting carted off. Something he's going to walk That Boys from Moon Township, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Must have been bad." Fucking right. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Hey, you. Yeah. Woo. Hey,
5: Four. Then after you take your fourth step and your knee goes left, then right, and then just wobbles. <laughs> Yuck. You're like ah, I don't think this is good. I don't think this is good.
0: <laughs> did it, did you hear a pop or anything, or was it just like you you could? Feel- oh yeah, so
5: I, ev- everything you hear about that thing, you 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 feel the pop, you feel the instability. You don't feel any pain though because running through the ACL ligament is a nerve, and if you tear the ACL, you tear the nerve.
0: Oh. You actually feel, no,
5: you, actually feel you actually feel no pain at all. Hmm.
0: Oh, all right. Interesting
5: well, little tidbit there, guys.
0: That is. That's a little fun fact. I bet you Jeopardy! James knew that. Are you watching that fucking guy? <laughs> is he still winning? Well, they had a teacher break here. They, they have a two-week teacher tournament that Alex Trebek is not happy with. Trebek is like, God damn it. We had this monster really railing and raking it in. Now we're going to stop it for these teachers uh, that are winning like 7200 bucks a time. James was winning 97000 per episode. Uh, he'll be back, though, in a couple weeks.
4: All right. Well, good for that guy. Is he is he the best ever on Jeopardy? Yeah, I think so. doesn't matter. It's fake. They rigged
0: it. Oh, That's the Italian speaking right there. He thinks it's all rigged. It you is. Know
5: what I, you, know what I, you know what I think's rigged? Huh? I don't know if you guys watch it. American Idol.
0: No. I Come
5: think on. it's rigged. No. Has, has anybody ever seen the name that's on the card of the person eliminated? No.
0: I'm calling it right now. Ryan, because S- Ryan Seacrest would not let that fly. Ryan Seacrest is not going to host something that jumped the shark 10 years ago. The producers,
5: I think the writers and the producers control the narrative of who they want to be the final five. And
0: what are you going to say? You're saying Bachelor and Bachelorette's Bachelorette too?
5: <laughs> I don't know. I don't watch that. But I watch American Idol. I watch me some American Idol. You got
0: to be the only guy left and watching that show. I didn't know it was show. still on. I, I didn't know anybody watches that show yet. I think oh, it's back is- on, it.
5: Seacrest is making fifteen mil a year. What? What with it? With the With the, re, with, the re, with the redo? So let's just be clear there.
0: Yeah, but the only reason why he's making that is because there's like four people in each state watching, and the, those borders you're talking about, you're the only guy from Arizona watching that show. I am. I'm certain of it. No chance. <laughs> people watch it. People
5: want to see the rig job. They want to see it. And it's rigged this year as far as I'm concerned.
0: Why, did your guy or girl get voted off?
5: All the good ones have been voted off.
0: Well, why would American Idol want to vote off the good ones if they, if they want to have a show?
5: Because it's all about stories in America. It's all about stories.
0: Hey, Shark Tank's starting to do that bullshit where they're starting to do the backstory behind it before going in. I don't in. like the stories. Me neither. Just give me the fucking talent or give me the, the business. I, I respect what they've been through. Mm-hmm. We all have a story. I respect it a lot. But hey, for these talent shows, just dance for me. And for the business thing, just pitch. I want to hear your numbers. Don't make me feel terrible. Yeah. And then when you go in there and say your business is only made at 20, Five hundred dollars in 24 months, and it's like, well, why didn't Mark Cuban give them a million dollars? That's a good person. I don't want to hear it, AQ. I don't either.
5: I'm with you, man. I'm. I'm there's no gray area with me. You either, you're either. you either going to impact me positively. I don't give a shit about your story. I don't care how bad it was before. I don't care how good it's going to be later. If you can make me money on Shark Tank, if you can sing, you move forward. Don't care about your story.
0: Is that your opening speech when you become a head coach? Is that going to be your uh, your saying, your statement? Did it sound good? It did. It sound pretty good. I think you put that on the wall, maybe on a T-shirt.
5: All right. There's my, there's my opening quote. There it is. Will you coach? Um, I'm up in the air. Some days I'm all in. Other days,
0: I'm a podcaster, man. I don't know. <laughs> all right. This show's over. <laughs> <laughs> this show completely over. I'm good about that one, too. (laughs) I'm happy you just had a walk-off to yourself there. That's good.
5: Hey, in case you guys are wondering, what I'm doing the rest of the night, I'll be watching a hockey game later. How come? It's my my job.
0: Uh, Why is that?
5: I don't know. But man, it's been the best excuse ever. Could like you, you not plug you, the so show me. right there?
0: <laughs> if you're a podcaster, plug the show right there. Go coach, don't podcast. You you, you, you should You don't even
5: you, you don't even want to know. The first time I used that line, like Sherry was like, "Oh, like let's go take Sky for a walk." I'm like, "Listen. I got work to do." All right. <laughs> Then there was a the penguins game she's like what are you talking about i'm like i have a podcast now okay this is part of my job
0: <laughs> i would love to hear her just start talking shit to you too like nobody wants to hear you aq oh it was uh,
5: yeah it, it's it's just constant but god i love just i love pushing buttons to her. It's,
0: it's my favorite thing in the world that's yeah, marriage i think that's what marriage is isn't it it's kind of just a constant game of button pushing to see when the game breaks <laughs> yep yep Yep, that's exactly how it goes. I would like to know why we weren't invited to her birthday party, though. Is that Sherry's fault, or was it your fault?
5: Well, honestly...
0: Yeah.
5: Honestly, it's... um
0: I knew you had your own birthday
5: party, and I, uh, I never would want to interfere
0: in that. Ah, uh, you're right. You're 100 percent right. I only have a certain amount left. Skylar's got infinity. She's going to live forever because she has great parents, and her dad is a and, h- hilarious podcast. And she can have she
5: can have as many as she wants throughout this month. You, you're you're you're, you're past that age. You know, you get one on that day. That's it. And you skip her. It. We just give her one every goddamn day. Hey. <laughs> Today's your birthday.
2: Happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> How did you, uh, pick you pick the cake? How did I what? How did you pick the cake? You want to hear wise. this? Is
5: another great story. You want to hear this story? So I got I get two jobs the day of the party. Hey, go. EQ. Go pick up the food and go pick up the cake. Easy. So, so all right. I'm, I'm, it's a lot of pressure, though, if you think about it. What kind I'm of food did you have there? the whole time. I'm like, God, like... I have two jobs to do. If I fuck up one of these, that gets, that's oh, yeah. a 50% mark. Like oh. That's, bad,
0: <laughs> that's right? all the fame in baseball, though. Mm. Oh,
5: yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's a good point. Right. Thank you. But, so anyway, so I go pick up the cake first. The barbecue, which we ended up picking up, was a little further away. So I pick up the cake first. Mm-hmm. I'm driving to go get the barbecue. Oh, um, pressure here. and. And I'm like really trying to like take it semi easy, but I'm on a good road, so I'm I'm doing a little faster than the speed limit. Oh no! And I see it. I see a cop going the other direction,
6: Ooh,
5: and I'm like, oh man, like you know he can't. If he's driving, there's no way he can he can
0: pull me over, right? No, no, absolutely not. That's the rules.
5: I see him on the other side of the road. Slow down. Pull the U. I. Lights on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> whoop whoop! So I hit the brake. The cake smashes into the back of my console in my car.
0: Oh, my God. This is why cops get a bad rap.
5: So Man, I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm like, geez, this is not good. I was, I, had one, I had literally two jobs, and I already fucked up one of them. I'm yep. 0 for 1 so far. Yep. And I look at the cake. The entire, it's a two-tier cake. The entire top is mangled. Oh, it's mangled. My
0: God. What do you do now?
5: So the cop comes up, right? Hey, officer, how you doing? I hand him. I, first of all, I put the windows down. He says, what are you in such a hurry for? I said, well, I'm heading, you know, back. I got my daughter's first birthday party. See the cake? It's it's a, Well, it's half a cake now, but see the cake? <laughs> 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 he's like, oh, he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I'll try and hurry this up and get you on your way. And so he's like, license, registration. I hand him my license, but I always, as an NFL player, we get these PA cards. I put my PA card on top of, my license, I hand it to that and he's like, What's this? I'm like, Well, our director of security told me to you know always if, if we ever get in like a little run in with the law, like, you know, oh, uh see he'll I... extend a courtesy. Okay, cool. Thank you. He looks at it, he goes, I don't know what this is, and he hands it back to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Good. I'm happy about that. Well I said
5: I said, okay I'm over two. Jesus, this day's not going well. And so then he comes back, gives me a ticket. I'm like, Oh god. I go pick up the barbecue, I come home.
0: Wait, no warning? It's your daughter's first birthday party. What's that? No warning? He gives you right to find? Gives me the ticket.
5: And this is what he comes back with. This is what he comes back with and I was ready. I wanted obviously I knew it was a horrible decision if I would have followed through with this, but I wanted to punch him so hard. <laughs> this is what he says He goes he goes, Hey, uh, you're doing twenty over the speed limit, which as you know in Arizona is actually criminal. But I'm just <laughs> gonna give you the civil one here. I go, Oh thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> like, like, geez. What a guy. Have a heart. Have a heart, guy. Have a heart, right? Yeah. So then I go home and well, I called Sherry first and I like had this like real like sad voice going. I'm like, listen I know you're not gonna be real happy with me. Oh, she's man. like, Where she's like, go? she's like, what happened? I'm like, I'm like, selling it like I got into like a car accident, right? <laughs> <laughs> she's like, and then, then finally, I was like, listen, like I, I hit the brake, and then the cake tipped over, and the cake's kind of ruined. And she's like, I, th- I think she was like so like expecting me to be like I like fell, like my car went off into a ditch that like. She was like, oh, it's okay, babe. Like, we'll make it work. We'll make oh it work. Oh
0: my at, God.
5: And I I get home and I show her the cake, and it, like her look, like if she could have killed me, <laughs> that's about where we were at. But she made it work. She made it work. She she like had like a bunch of like flowers left over. She trimmed them. And like there was literally like a whole half of the cake missing. We just covered it with flowers.
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> So you got you got like a two hundred dollar fine, a fucked up cake, and you tried to give her a sob story, thinking that you were going to win her over, and it all just completely backfired. How was the barbecue? Was it burnt?
5: The best barbecue I've ever had. Thank God.
0: That a boy saved the day. Oh, what a treat you are as a human being. What a fucking treat. You, by the way, I've never heard any stories of anybody actually using those cards. I, I refuse. We to- get we we can
5: like oh. Somebody cause somebody looks at the cake and they go, Oh, the cake looks really good. I go, Yeah, lift up those flowers. I bet it looks just as good under there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, the good thing is your baby will not remember a single moment from that birthday party, so nobody will know.
5: Exactly right. We might have one again tomorrow with the new cake. Or believe- that was a birthday.
0: Yeah, just yeah, because those little babies don't remember shit. She's got a terrible. And then
5: we'll invite you guys and we'll send invites out.
0: We're not coming. We like two-tiered cakes.
5: Jesus. Tough crowd.
0: (laughs) Call me when a baby can remember something. You know what I mean?
5: All right, I'll talk to you. All All right. right. See you later, man.
0: (laughs) AQ is always electric. He really is. He's always electric. Oh, yeah. He is one of us. He's a dumb, dumb. Who just so happens to be a 12-year NFL fan. One of us.
2: Didn't invite us, though, but he's Didn't one of it? us. Yeah, yeah,
0: you're right. Has he changed? Has 12 years in the NFL changed him? Mm-hmm. I, I, we're starting to wonder, I guess. Mm-hmm. We're starting to wonder a little bit. But I appreciate his friendship. I appreciate him calling in and having that chat. He says, Cliff Kingsbury, good coach, by the way. AQ is a guy who would know. I think he's motored through no less than 75 coaches <laughs> Uh I'm back on the keto diet. Oh. Yep. I let myself go there for a couple weeks, but I'm back on the keto diet, and sometimes your energy can dip on the keto diet because you're losing carbs, right? Although your body feels better, there's always something missing whenever you do the keto. Some things that are normally in your life kind of disappear. For me, I'm a big coffee drinker, so I couldn't find any coffee that had low carbs I could stay in ketosis until – Oh. A keto coffee called Super Coffee came along. Yes. It's founded by three brothers, each a D1 athlete who needed healthy energy to fuel their 5 a.m. practices and late nights in the library. Okay. Now, that's not me. That is not why I drink this (laughs) coffee. I am not on a Sean Merriman schedule. I'm okay hitting the snooze button, sleeping in, and getting a lift in during regular time. But you know Mm -hmm.
4: what? It still works for you.
0: Yep. You're 100% right. The youngest brother liked the Super Coffee so much that he dropped out of school to start this business, which, you watch Shark Tank, that means they're committed to it, that means they like it, and they got a good product. And I'm going to say, good decision. We've had a bunch in the office, all the coffee drinkers love it, Yep. and it's low carb. Tired of unhealthy energy drinks, Super Coffee pushes 200 milligrams of caffeine from organic 10 grams of protein, 5 grams of MCT oil, and no sugar. This stuff is keto-friendly and gives you that sweetness you crave on the keto diet. Sweet tooth is tough to find on a keto diet. Shout out to cookies I'm probably going to be selling soon. Mm -hmm. Shout out to this coffee that tastes delicious. Whether you need a morning Kickstarter, a pre-workout jolt, or a 2 p.m. pick-me-up, Super Coffee provides 10 minutes of satisfying indulgence and four hours of functional energy. This shit actually works. For our listeners only, $10 off at drinksupercoffee.com forward slash (laughs) products forward slash Pat. (laughs) Listen, if you're a go-getter and you're going to drink this coffee, you're going to be able to figure it out drinksupercoffeecom forward slash products forward slash pat get ten dollars off right now the biggest offer and only for listeners of this show one person will get free super coffee for life Jeez. what one person will get free super coffee for their life. And I'd assume if you're worried about getting super coffee and you enjoy the healthy lifestyle, you're going to live a long time. Mm. Mm. That's a lot of fucking free coffee. That is drinksupercoffee.com forward slash products forward slash Pat. A little pick me up. Three brothers. D1 athletes. They come from a great genetic system. What a story. What a story. What a coffee. What a life. What a conversation we have in store for you. (laughs) He's the dumbest human on earth. That guy's been in the NFL 12 years now. That's a 12-year NFL veteran right there. (laughs) Still use that card. (laughs) I'm just fucking using a card. We used to get those cards, and I actually said, like, whoever uses these cards, do people, like, at clubs would not, like, excuse me, you know what I mean? You know who I am. Here's my card.
2: Was it like a college ID, kind of?
0: Yeah, but it's like metal. It's like a thin metal. Ooh. They've upgraded. It used to be just this plastic little shithole card. And they're like, this should get you into uh, clubs and stuff. And I'm <laughs> like, why are we getting shit to get into clubs? Um, and, and I was like, I think the first time I went out with somebody who used it, I deleted the person's phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not using a card to to ever do that again. The last thing I want people to know is that I'm in the NFL. Because when I go and buy 200 drinks in here, I don't want people to be like, hey, uh, Pat from the Colts was just buying 200 shots on a Thursday before a game. (laughs) That's the last thing I want. Good for AQ, though, trying to get out of that. Him just completely swindling his wife, though, into thinking he's almost dead so that any news that comes after that is such a fucking move. Such a good move by the guy. Oh, babe, I was driving and... There was a cliff. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so happy you're okay. Oh, I survived, but it was the cake, though. The cake did not. It's all right, as long as you're okay. And then she get he gets back, and he's like, uh, here's a fine for yeah. <laughs> <laughs> $200. It's, it's like, what a moment. She had to be so mad. Uh, shout out to you, Shipley. Huge thanks to Sean Merriman for joining us. Uh, NHL, St. Louis Blues win. St.
4: Louis Blues are moving on. They are going to play the winner of Colorado and San Jose, which happened last night.
0: Shout out to San Jose locking that thing down. Shark Tank, you always, it's always tough to play in there. It's always tough to play in the Shark Tank. That's where the game was.
4: Yeah, that's my bet too, so now they lost. Good.
0: Lock it in. <laughs> uh, St. Louis and San Jose for the West and Bruins and Carolina. Carolina, who Don Cherry hates. Uh, tell you what. Boston awesome Bruins look like a team that's really good on, at uh, hockey. Mm-hmm. And that Carolina Hurricanes team, really good at hockey, too. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the San Jose Sharks and the St. Louis Blues, when those guys get on the ice, you know what they can do, Ty? They can what? skate. They can oh, skate. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> well, yeah.
2: they,
0: they can ice skate. They can. And they can shoot those pucks on the nets, and they can utilize those wooden sticks and the carbon fiber sticks to use their dangles. And mm-hmm. I think this is setting up to be an incredible conference finals here, both on the east side of the country and the west side of the country. Ain't that right, Foxy? Winning formula, what you just said there. Yeah, I think you nailed it. That's how you win hockey games. Good skating. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good pucking. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good, good sticking. Changing. Good yeah. shifting. Yeah. yeah, good line changing. I think that we're going to see a lot of that from the NHL playoffs. And, and you, us as the fans, mm-hmm. diehard fans of hockey, oh, yeah. like we get to reap the benefits of these guys being so good at skating. That's what we
4: live for. Oh, especially when they go to like double OT and you get to stay up all night <laughs> and watch. It's, oh. it's a reward, it's a real treat.
3: Oh,
0: free hockey! Mm hmm. Free, free hockey. <laughs> and that's hockey talk. Always M- a good one. The NBA's still happening. Yeah, it is. Isn't it? Yeah. That one team played that one basketball game against that other basketball oh, team, and sad. everybody was like, oh, that basketball team's done for. Yep, exactly. Because the one guy went out the night before the game, and mm-hmm. now, he has, now he's passing the ball out of bounds every game. Mm. Passing it out of bounds, saying he's got an upper respiratory issue. What was that, Zeno? Zito. He upper a, respiratory uh, issue. Oh, I thought you said uh, upper respiratory. <laughs> 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 I might have. That's a Zito statement right <laughs> it there. Came up me quick. Too much. Yeah, he's been <laughs> hanging around Z too much. It's contagious. Uh, yeah, the Sixers are dead.
4: So Dumb. Drake
0: hasn't shown up to a Raptors game yet. No, he was there. He, he was, was there with. He was there courtside. Oh, he just didn't have the jersey on. No, is that oh. it? He was there with what's his face, the guy from uh, Clemson. Yeah, Dabo. By the, the way, what got a jumper? Really? I didn't they, see they that. They were showing him play two-on-two on, two on the court before the game, I guess. He was all sweaty, so they were playing like a real pickup game in there. Fucking smooth little jumper from old Dabo. Mm. Wide receiver at Alabama. People forget. Yeah. yeah, they do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Man,
1: so smart on his part. What's that? Just hanging out, piling it up with Drake. All he needs to do is, you know, he goes to a recruit's house and you say, hey, you know who Drake is, right? Just show the <laughs> fucking picture of those two together. Have
0: uh, you ever heard of this guy? <laughs> He's coming to every game next year. Oh, Aubrey shit? Yeah, I know him. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he won't be putting on a Clemson jersey because we all know about the curse now, don't we? Yeah, we do. You, Drake, you don't like Drake? Okay, let me put that away. Here's me draining a fucking wet jumper on Toronto Raptors basketball court. You ever heard the NBA? You ever heard the NBA? Good for that. Everything's just a swindle by this college coaches, 100%. Just like AQ was trying to swindle his wife, that's all college coaches are trying to mm-hmm. do, swindle high school kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which I respect. Making millions and billions off of that. Good for them. Uh, who's going to win the NBA? Golden State. Golden State. I mean. People are saying they lost it, though.
2: No, nah, I mean. It's Clay
0: Thompson's not happy. Gone. Gone. They need something to talk about. Who? The NBA. Let's give them something to talk about. Let's give them something to talk about. How about love? Is that the word love? Mm-hmm. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Huge thanks to AQ and Sean Merriman. <laughs> NBA, NHL, and college football talk here on today's show. Mm-hmm. And MMA talk. Oh yeah. Yeah. oh, yeah. We're a sports show, gang.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we are.
0: Also, we're a psychologist and counseling show. You heard us do a little marriage counseling there for AQ? Mm-hmm. We did, yeah. Dr. Phil doesn't do that shit, does he? You
4: yeah. want to be a science show? Sure. Did you hear about the story about NASA? They ran a simulation to stop a asteroid that was going to collide with Earth potentially.
0: How did we do? Uh,
4: <laughs> it was it went from a six hundred. It went from a fifty thousand to one shot down to a six hundred percent. Sh- no, sorry, cut what this out. It? Let me it went from a f- went from a fifty thousand percent chance to an almost certainty that an asteroid six hundred miles wide was going to collide with Earth. And in the simulation, they shot rocket ships at it, broke off a piece. Then it landed directly over New York City. Oh, no. Is New York all right? No, they get killed everyone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so that's the movie, though. That's that actual that's movie. That's Armageddon, yeah. That's, a, that's the There's actual
1: movie. one way to stop that, and it's Harry Stamper.
0: Yeah, you know? fucking uh, Mel- get Bruce Willis. Yeah, yep. that's he, the only way.
4: So it was supposed to land on, over Denver. That was the original target. They're like, oh, we'll just shoot spaceships at it, send it off its trajectory. A piece about 200 miles wide, I think, broke off and fell out part so, over New York.
0: In the simulation? Yeah. So we're, we're simulating as if we know what the asteroid's made of? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. I'm happy we're just doing that. This is one that all the powers would collide and come together, right? Like Putin would be on the phone like, Oh, yeah. Yeah. We fucked. Mm-hmm. All this bullshit I want to fuck with down here with my oil and everything. We need to fuck with rock coming down from sky. <laughs> we call it Jim Conn. <laughs> Why does it land in America, by the way? What, what do we do? How do they know with the circle of the earth that it's going to hit us?
1: I don't think it matters, though. I think if that thing collides with Earth, it's a uh, global wipeout.
0: Oh, like when you dig to the other side. Yeah. Because that would be the ultimate shovel. Because they actually, China.
1: when I was in L.A. at the uh, Griffin Observatory, they have a thing where you can like type in like how wide the asteroid is, and like it would show you like its yeah. impact on the Earth. Let me tell you what, it was about 50 times smaller than that, and we're still talking global wipeouts. Hold on. So, right.
0: Are uh, we are we better if it lands in Denver in Indiana? Are we better in Denver or New York?
1: It uh, doesn't matter. Good. Or are dead either way. They said they said the six hundred
4: foot wide asteroid, if it hit in Denver, would cause unsurvivable conditions that even grains of sand would explode. Huh? Exactly.
0: I'm not worried about no little pieces of sand blowing up. <laughs> What's that? Just like a little snap crackle pop, like the rock pop things, the pop and thing. rock things. We're not worried about that. You you let me know whenever fucking mountains are going to blow up.
4: That's why. Oh, buddy, it's all going. The Rockies dead. When are, gone. These,
0: when are these coming? When's this thing
4: coming? No, it was a simulation. They're just prepping, just in case.
0: So this isn't a real thing? No. What a joke! Why would you even bring that into my life? I just thought I was potentially going to have to dig a fucking, whatchamacallit, uh, an escape room.
4: Well, now you still might. This will let you know, hey, we're not as prepared as we thought we were.
0: Are these the same people telling me that I got seven years left on Earth or whatever?
4: No, this is the, uh, what's it called? The Global Defense Initiative or something like that.
0: These yes. are the people that had that show where they had the uh, the, the escape route. This is the digs, the, the, the survival. The ocean.
4: Planetary Defense Conference.
0: These people are paid by the NASA government? NASA and FEMA. They're paid by the government?
4: And space agencies around the world.
0: I think we should start doing this. All right. Let's say a fucking bird from outer space that is 275 feet wide decides to come down. The bird
4: from Avatar flies in.
0: Eats all of our fish in the sea. Now we got a fish shortage and decides to leave. How do we fix the problem? Well, do you shoot the bird down before it gets there? Well, it's indefensible, impenetrable bullets. Well, what do we do now? Oh, let's run some simulations that cost $10 million and see what we can do with this fucking bird that could potentially fly from outside a galaxy that we've never heard of.
4: Well, apparently we got a shot in 2029. Of a bird coming? No, there's a potentially hazardous asteroid. Yeah, but, So we got that thought forward to.
0: But 2029, we're already dead, right? Because the people are saying that... Uh, well, the black hole is
1: going to suck us up in 2027. Not even
0: that. The earth is done in what? 10 years. Beto O'Rourke, Casey's breakfast oh, I
1: thought we had 12.
0: Uh, Oh, uh, no, Beto O'Rourke, I think, said 10. I think it was originally 12, and then... Uh, hey, don't
4: sell
2: us short there, Beto.
4: Well,
0: well, I he think can't
2: the, be trusted. He's a liar, so... We just got to make it until 2027.
0: Well, I think the game of telephone happened. It got dropped down to 10 years, mm-hmm. or like 12 years, and then how long? 12 years, uh, 10 yeah. years, uh, and 8 years. That'll uh, happen. Yeah, that is what happens. Mm-hmm. It's the game of telephone. So we're not even going to make it to that thing, that big bird coming in. Avatar's coming out, though.
2: Yeah, 2027, uh, the last one. Uh, they
0: all
1: got pushed back another year. Well, that's because they got to make it better. Jesus. Never happening.
4: It's been pushed back every single year since, like, what, 2014?
0: There, Don't be talking like this is Travolta's Gaudi movie. That's what—that's <laughs> the, the way you guys are talking about this, as yeah. if it's not going to happen. It's not said, gonna be something's great. a
4: little fishy when every single year the movie gets pushed back. Yeah,
2: it's back. underwater film. That's why it's fishy. Yeah, CGI. <laughs> 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 Z- <No! laughs> Can't argue that, Nick.
0: Can't argue that. Think about CGI underwater. I mean. And with the advancements of technology, James Cameron only wants that movie to get better and better and better. He's taking care of me, the diehard fans of Avatar and Pandora. Mm -hmm. He's using all the unobtainium that he can obtain to make this movie the best possible movie of all time. Somehow I'll do Avatar 1, which is what he's going to do, with the next six ones that are released over the next 45 years.
4: We had a debate (laughs) the other day in the office, and you were in here doing something, so I want to bring you into it now.
0: Keeping the lights on.
4: Why do you you think (laughs) that Avatar the the m- highest grossing movie of all time right yeah. why do you think it doesn't have like the cultural impact that other movies that made a ton of money like that do
0: um uh, because of the amount of space in between the movies like, if, if they would have went on a full tour every single month about how the avatars are, if they do like a full costume thing in New York City and try to stay relevant like the other movies. Promotion, movie, right?
4: marketing, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Uh, James Merchandise, Cameron, toys, everything.
0: James Cameron just goes ahead and drops it and says, Greatest movie of all time. And then he disappears for a few years and he's like, Up, oh, boop, another greatest movie of all time. We're going to do that because he doesn't want to consume people's lives. You know, all those other movies, people get consumed by their entire lives. I do
4: respect that, George Lucas. That was his whole model was make the movies, but he was going to make all his money off the toys.
0: Exactly. James Cameron's like, eh, I'm going to make a good enough picture, good enough video, good enough movie, good enough film, that we don't need to just suck every dollar out of people for every other thing.
2: But when Avatar 2 comes out, that's going to be a highest grossing movie. That's going to be Avatar 1 by um, a billion, probably, yeah. probably four billion. Yeah, it's going to be
1: tough to take out Avengers.
2: Excuse yeah. me. Did they finally pass them? No. Not
1: yet, but it's Excuse me? on its
2: way.
4: They're like five or six hundred million dollars short. That's
2: all going to Disney? Excuse me? Yep.
1: Avengers is going to be the highest-grossing movie of all time.
2: So Avatar 2?
0: Why don't you guys ask me how Avatar 2 is going to end? (laughs) How do you you think? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's very true. That's how I know that Avatar 2 will beat Avengers 1. Or whatever this one is. Good 11. Point. You know what I mean, Evan?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Because
0: what happened with Avengers movie? I was I mean, asked Super Bowl week what's going to happen. Yep. In February, the movie didn't come Spoiler out Spoiler alert, when. by the way, there's a video on the internet of me predicting exactly what happened in Avengers. And people got mad at you for that. Mad at me. Yeah. They're telling me that I ruined the movie. Oh,
1: I know someone at the studio. Yeah, he, he knows, knows, a writer
0: knows someone. <laughs> He's gonna know a writer! <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen at the end of Avatar, but I know Jacob Sully probably going to end up in... Uh, He's probably gonna somehow get on the bad side of some more avatars. Is he so. in this one? Some sea legs has to be. Has what do you mean? Be. He yeah. is, I don't know. But I,
1: I think it's just the. I think it's like almost all avatars. Like I don't know if there are actually like any like humans acting. in Yeah, it. Jacob
0: Sully is an avatar though. He completely transformed. Remember oh, yeah. when he did the thing and he was in the unobtainium thing and they did the the yeah. the tree and they did the that whole thing. And then he became a thing. And then that lady couldn't get it. So he is obviously going to lead his tribe. They're going to have a kid. Him and an old, uh, old lady are going to have a kid. Then they're going to probably have to battle against some other Avatar tribe for
1: dominance. Mm. I can get on board with the Civil War. I think there's going to be an, an Avatar, Avatar Civil, Civil War. Ooh. That would be mm. awesome.
0: Thank you. you
4: no know yeah. who did that? The Avengers. What was that? They had a Civil War. They
0: did. Yeah, but the Avengers aren't real people.
2: <laughs> Thoughts? Thoughts? You the avatars. Uh, we what? Were, we were there hey. in
0: Pandora. Yeah, we were. We were in Pandora on a jet ski looking thing. We didn't <laughs> open the box. Excuse me? Pandora's box. Let's open Pandora's box. Let's do it. And let's dive inside. Mm-hmm. Those Avengers, the Civil War, cool. Uh, but who's <laughs> flying on the birds?
1: The Falcon. Na- the Na'vi.
0: The Na'vi. The Na'vi. There it is. I have no idea what's going to happen, but I don't like that it's been delayed. It's already been delayed, James. Let's drop that fucking movie just so we can bust it. It'll out. get
4: done. Huh? It'll get done when the
0: time's right. He was acting
1: fishy when I saw him in the airport. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> he was. Did you put a little heat on him or did you just walk by him?
1: Well, it took me about like 15 or 20 minutes to realize whether or not it was actually James Cameron. I was standing behind him. in the, Why is
0: he in a commercial fucking a public airport? Uh, he was flying to China. Oh, that's probably the only one that you can't really pay for yourself. Yeah, he could James Cameron could do that for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm, I, I don't know. I'm sure he. I'm sure he had nice accommodations going over there. But what he did do was spend about fifteen hundred dollars at the little Hudson News place. Oh yeah, <laughs> all on Time magazines. <laughs> he grabbed every fucking Time magazine in that place.
0: Same Time magazine, just bought ten no, of them. No
1: separate <laughs> copies. Like one was like space travel. One was. I mean, he oh. was he was definitely Dude, putting over. in some research.
0: Spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. I mean, I said that yeah, a Yeah, because back.
0: remember, they travel all that way to get to Pandora. So you can only imagine at some point the avatars are going to come back. Ooh. Avatars in America, probably in uh, Earth, probably not the next one, but no, probably the next one. Maybe the next one. Space travel. You said he was reading about
1: it? He reading about space travel and deep sea stuff. All right. Ooh. We just put it together. Hockey stick, time.
0: <laughs> Hockey stick just fell in the office. <laughs> That's what happens when you break news, though. Things start <laughs> breaking around here. So the avatars are traveling back to Earth because they got unfinished business with those fucking uh, the military guys mm-hmm. they are walking robots. in the, st- the things. And then that's how they end up in the ocean? Probably. Because oh. every time you come back from space, you do that little uh, uh, umbrella thing. Prefer oh, and prefer in, in the ocean. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's what they're doing.
4: Somebody's got to figure out what's down there.
0: Enough. <laughs> We're not getting into that. <laughs> this show's over. <laughs> you all have an incredible Thursday night. Um, Heartland Radio 2.0 with Friday Bangers is back tomorrow. Oh, let's go. Ain't that right, Nick?
4: Oh, that's right, baby.
0: Any good bangers on the show tomorrow?
4: I got at least one or two cooking.
0: Hot ones. Let me. Can we hear a little preview? Oh, yeah. I got one. Well, I'm going to take my horse. <laughs> <laughs> Diplo We talked about last show We don't repeat topics here We don't recycle stuff Nope You connected?
4: I'm connected What do you want, one, two?
0: I just want a little teaser For what's on Heartland Radio 2.0 Friday bangers tomorrow Okay
1: Son, you know why you're the greatest alive? Why, Dad? Because you came out of my balls,
7: nigga. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> fuck rap. Bustle like an addict with a semi automatic. didn't had it? And he ready for anybody to rap. Go to catch a vibe. Ain't no way you here. We leaving nobody alive. Even suicide. No, fuck that. Bobby feeling villainous. He killing us. I'm coming for your man and his lady. Getting even a baby. I'm feeling like I'm chicka, chicka, chicka. slim shady with rabies. I'm coming at the mouth. Ain't nobody taking me out. Every single rapper in the industry. Yeah, they know what I'm about. And I dare get to test me. Cause not a single one of you motherfuckers impressed me. And maybe that's a little bit of an exaggeration. But I'm full of innovation. And I'm tired of all that. It's high school. He's cool. He's not. I rap shit yeah, he's not- could a single one of you even rap shit Who's this? In flame. Like it's a your
4: boy Logic Logic and Eminem And uh, they threw Chris D'Elia on the end of the song With his Eminem impersonation
7: How's Eminem doing this you song?
0: Not bad Better than the last little
4: bit of stuff he's put out I think
0: I'm excited to hear Eminem,
7: quite a run whenever we were young. To hide. It is it coming? <gasps> we Jump to it
4: here.
7: A we caught a shit genocide he small, Motherfuckers about to get hit with so many foul lines. You think I'm a free throw. Figured it was about time for people to eat crow. you about to get out rhymed How could I could have be dethroned. I stay on my toes like the repo a behemoth and sheep clothes from the East Coast to the West. I'm the ethos and I'm deco. Who the best? I don't got to say a fucking thing, though, no, because I'm seasonal. But you don't want to hear me spit the facts. Your shit is ass like a tailbone and you're trapped in your cell phone. I'm a chicken scratch on my cell phone. I don't want to fucking listen to you. switch your or rap Someone else wrote. Used to get beat up by the big kids. Used to let the big kids steal my big whip. And I wouldn't do shit, but just sit still. Now money's not a big deal. I'm rich. I wipe my ass with six mil. Big bills like a platypus a caterpillars coming to get the cannabis. I'm looking for the smoke, but you motherfuckers are scattering, battering everything. And I've had it with the inadequate man. I can see my dick is standing stiff as a mannequin. And I'm bringing the banana back and the fucking hebana in the handkerchief. And I'm thinking of bringing the fucking fingerless gloves back and not giving a singular fuck. Like fuck rap <laughs> I sound like a fucking millionaire with a derringer and with a hair trick <laughs> about the bear hug and fucking terry, And A Rick Flair dripping y'all couldn't hold a candle. Let a prayer vigil when I vent. They compare me to a fucking air duck I'm about to bear knuckle it, Now Fuck it, I'm gonna go your head with an app, a Fucking dab the track. The blood of my track that I'm attacking it. What Dracula? Fuck that shit. I'm up back with a thud. Man, stop.
3: Look what I'm planning, planning. I'm planning to do all this while you're panicking, and you're
0: looking and staring at mannequins. And I'm going f- fan against trying to get up a plan.
3: All of the plan, Anakin, fan, pan, panikins. Well, all the mannequins, Anakin, and in the cabana, you're in the cabana. I'm in a cabana and the chant I'm in the cabana chanting all the stand up banner. Well, you don't got the stamina, you are lacking the stamina. You lack of the stamina while you're divorcing Harrison Ford and I'm in a portion of floorboards
0: <laughs> while
3: I'm you using way too many napkins, papkins, lapkins is chapkins. you use using chapstick and napkins while I'm papkin, flapping around like a papkin. <laughs> Flammin' a babbity pan and chapkin, it.
0: Oh. So Eminem's back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, good for Logic, by the way. That guy can go mm-hmm. very, very fast. Happy he has a new album. Friend of the show, not yet, possibly. We're on the verge. Mm-hmm. We follow each other on Twitter.
4: It's a start.
0: Danny Amendola still doesn't follow me on Instagram. <sighs> <sighs> Sorry. Come on, Danny. No, we're not begging for anything around here. Figure it out. Hey, we're not begging for anything around here. We except for be. a Brink truck show up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> so if Danny Amendola's going to show up with a Brink truck. Called cool back. with me. Mm-hmm. I forced Natural Light to follow me today on Twitter. They wanted me to retweet something. I said, you don't even follow me. So the answer's no. <laughs> <laughs> then they followed me and then I retweeted it. Right on cue. Because nowadays uh, are delicious. Oh, yeah. You get it.
4: Cousy! Cousy!
0: I'm in their video. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> How many texts is that, boys? That video right there. I think it was 45. (laughs) I had to record that Cuzzy video 45 (laughs) different times. We need more emphasis on the Z. Z. (laughs) Cuzzy? (laughs) Uh, Good video, though. They're looking for an intern. That could probably be a great job, if I imagine. Oh, yeah. The people that we've met from Natural Light have been nothing but fantastic. And they're looking for an intern. We applied Zito to it so we can get rid of him, and we'll see if he gets to get (laughs) I'm going in undercover. And what are you going to do in there? Get more money for us. Yeah. yeah let's go. <laughs> hashtag endgame, hashtag endgame. Send us um, your avatar predictions, please. Mm-hmm. Avatar yep. predictions, photos included, everything like that. Also, maybe just draw up potential catastrophic events like what NASA's doing. That'd be good. Let's just draw potential events. Uh, if it seems reasonable enough, maybe we'll read them on the next show. Hashtag #EndGame. hashtag end game. Get some free merch. Get your shit read on the show. Uh, that's about it for myself, Frankie Boy, Zito, Ty Schmidt, and M. Foxy. We can't thank you enough. All the boys here at the office, we're having a good time creating a lot of things. Bro, bro, bro bets every single day. Telling you what to bet and lock that in. Heartland Radio 2.0 and everything else we got cooking. We're so thankful for all of you. Uh, Boston Connor has returned back to Boston, uh, to go hang out with his family for like a month or so. Uh, he had been away for a long time. And he wanted to go back for a weekend. We said absolutely. So he's going to be doing some remote stuff for us. He should be back in like a month. We miss him just as much as you people miss him. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't wait to see him back in the office. It's, it's nothing bad. I know that it's not like we fired him or anything like that. He's just back in Boston to tie up some loose ends up there. Excited for him to get back in time. And uh, we thank him. And we thank all of you. Ty Schmidt, hit the music.
6: Listen to me and smile for me. Tell me that you'll wait for me. Hold me like you'll never let me go. Cause I believe in a jet plane. Don't know when I'll be back again. Oh, babe, I hate to go. Jet plane don't know when I'll be back again. Oh, babe, I hate to go.